everybody, welcome to The Awkward Stare, where three like-minded women of color discuss various topics through their very awkward lenses. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. On today's Awkward Stare, we talk about introversion and ambiversion and just our personal experiences through it. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. Hope you get something out of it. Story time. I was just thinking we could just each tell a story about our um, when we either realized we were introverted or that something about our personality wasn't, you know, jiving with the rest of the per- the, you know, population's version of how you're supposed to show up in the world. Um, so I'm just going to tell a story. I, I was um, an, a flight attendant um, right after college. And, you know, I, I flew regional. So Canada, and Canada, the United States, mostly the Midwest and Mexico. And there was one trip I remember going to um, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada, where I, so we, when I, we bid for trips. So you would bid for trips depending on your, um, which means that you would have a certain slots of trips. It might be one day trips, two day trips, three day trips, four day trips, five day trips, whatever. You would be with the same crew essentially for that whole trip. And so we, I believe this was a four day trip. It had to be, usually I did three or four day trips and I, um, was go, this one was going to, we had a layover in Saskatchewan, Canada, um, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. And it was like a full day. I was tired and my crew wanted to go out. And I was just like, you know, guys, I'm just gonna like, you know, I really just couldn't do the whole socialization thing. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna just be in my room for a little bit. Cause you know, I really am tired. And my crew was pissed off. Well, you know, this is understandable because you're with the same people for an extended amount of time and you do want to get to know them. And this, this is your only socialization time. I just couldn't do it. I guess they were just very, everybody was close and tight knit. And I was just like, I just need a moment. And I realized that, you know, there was something uh, off-putting about not wanting to be along with everybody for the ride, not wanting to just do everything with everybody. Um, but I had a delightful evening. Nonetheless, I had ordered some pizza hut in my room. I think I just meditated or I, I wasn't into meditation back then. So I probably just was watching TV, honestly. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I ordered some pizza hut and I had a delightful time. And then the next day my crew was pissed off at me. Like they were pissed. And I was like, dang, something must be up with me because I just didn't want to chill with y'all. It's not that I didn't like them or anything because I thought they were delightful people. But at the same time, I was like, nah, I need I need my alone time. Anyway, next person. I'm not like a super introvert. I'm, I'm kind of like in between. But I have, um, I guess, two instances. Uh, where I realize I'm not as extroverted as a society would would uh, want you to be or whatever. And both of them are work-related. So I used to work for a bridal company a few years ago, 
And in this bridal company, they would have a lot of um, like shows and conventions and stuff like that, that you would have to work and this requires um, like socializing or whatever. And so uh, we had got uh, a new uh, operations director and he was also the sales um, director or whatever. And so because he was such a sales oriented person, you know, I guess he, he's like used to talking to people and like all the salespeople, I would be around all the salespeople. I was always customer service and like a back office type of person. I was never like the upfront person. So being in these um, type of uh, social settings, I noticed that he made a comment like, oh, I was too quiet or too reserved or whatever. Like, not like how every other salesperson is, but I'm like, I'm not a salesperson. So I guess that was like one instance where I realized I was a little bit too quiet. And I mean, it would always be work-related. I used to drink like Red Bull and mad coffee so that I could get hyper to match people's energies and stuff because it's like my energy was too, always too uh, low or whatever. And then another one was like more recently... I had got um, hired for a position of a, a senior sales rep. Like I had always worked in, in sales kind of positions, um, but this was like an aggressive uh, sales thing that I had never in my life like been a part of this kind of thing. So when I went to training, the training was in New York. Um, this is when I realized, oh, I'm not, the society wants you to be this now, like, outgoing and bubbly type of personality. And so, like, you have to be, like, engaging or whatever. And so, like, my thing was, it wasn't, like, lack of knowledge of the stuff or whatever. It was more so that, oh, um, selling to people and then sounding all confident and bubbly and whatever whatever and I'm just like that's not my personality dude like I don't know where I gave that off in the interview but that's not my freaking personality and had I known that this was the kind of job I was going for I would have politely declined it but um yeah I uh I didn't make the training because your your uh official hire was determined on your passing the the test of, of the training and I didn't and I didn't pass the uh phone call uh you know role play I didn't pass the role play which is something like to put myself out there that's not my personality like I don't like being fake and I think society requires you to be fake and so yeah but at, on another um on the other end of the spectrum I'm very comfortable around the people that like I'm comfortable with I can start conversations I am very sociable I just don't like being put out there like and I don't like forced situations forced fake conversations and that's where I don't fit in in the regular society and you know that kind of sales role and, and even in working in fashion or working in these type of things you always have to be the sociable person but I would have to be drinking a lot <laughs> in order for me to be that that type of personality and that's not me naturally so yeah but I'm in the middle 
Cool. Um, it's an interesting question because I've been beating my head about it, trying to figure out when I realized it. I don't think I ever really realized it. So a couple years ago when the word became a thing and then over time I've just been like reading a lot about introversion, ambiversion, extroversion, and understanding like, okay, so I I fit definitely not in the extroversion category. So I can think of many situations where I can say, looking back, knowing what it is now, looking back, I can see where I definitely fit the category of um, introversion or even ambiversion more than extroversion at all. And uh, I think of one situation where um, I was, uh, I was at the time I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do as far as I wanted to have a business. And I, a lot of people were like, you have to, you know, brand yourself and you have to put yourself out there and all these things. And I was just like, all right, I'm gonna do it. And so I went to this networking event uh, in the city after work one day and uh and I remember be <laughs> I laughed because it was like I, I can remember being there and as soon as I walked in it wasn't even a lot of people I want to say it was maybe 30 people and the space was not that big and I think that's actually made it worse and I remember going and there was no place to really sit um by the time I got there was no place to sit so normally I would think to myself like let me go find a corner to hide in and I couldn't find one. So I had to like stand at this table that was like in the middle of the, it's like a bar. So in the middle of the bar where everybody was kind of standing and I just stood there and everybody was all around my head. And I was just like, my, I thought my brain was going to pop. And one person started talking to me and he was saying things and I'm like, I don't care about anything that you're saying. And I felt like, as he kept talking to me and then pulling other people that he, I guess, met that same day to come and talk to me too. And I was like, while this is cool in some settings, I don't know any of you. And all of you are just, and it was just like, you know, like Charlie Brown, <laughs> the thing that's just like, wah, 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 wah. and that was me. And my, I felt like my, my temples were throbbing. I felt like I just, I couldn't, I thought I was like, not suffocating, but almost feeling like I can't, like, I can't do this. And I couldn't, I could. I wasn't speaking a lot. And so I, I guess they picked up on it and they kind of just started to slowly like move away from me and then nobody spoke to me. And even with them not speak to me, I felt drained. It just felt like everybody was talking at the same time. And I felt like I had to go. And so I, it was maybe, if I think back, maybe 30 minutes that I was there. And then I went home and like, I crashed. Like I've, I went to sleep. I just went to bed because I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I just couldn't do what everybody else was doing. And I remember thinking, um, you know, like, if this is what networking is, I don't want to do it. And if this is what having to brand myself means, I don't want to do it. So the, the word networking even now, like, makes my my pores raise because I just, I can't do it. So that's kind of, I guess, looking back on it. <laughs> On one situation where it's like, I think it was my very first networking event. And even now when I do go to events like this, um, I, sh I struggle a lot. And so, uh, and it's not for not wanting to be a part. It's just that I feel like 
it's very hard for me to to participate because it's like I don't know any of you so what are we really talking about and if we're getting to the nitty-gritty of what we do and what we don't do and you know what we're going to do or what we're planning to do it still is almost like I need to be eased into that as opposed to um you know all in because I can sit and have a conversation with somebody I don't know one-on-one just straight out the gate not easily but more easily than if it's a group of people talking about we got to network and make this money and let's do this. And I'm just like, I, I won't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. And so now in the setting currently with the pandemic, actually, I've been doing a lot of conferences. And um, some, some of them are a little smaller, or like webinars or whatever. And I have no problem speaking. And it's been fine. But I think it's people's energy because the society does catered to the extrovert so even if people are faking it I would never know to me they're extroverted because their energy comes off so so heavy to me so I think being in this time now I realize that I can do this because I can do a webinar and be around people that I don't know and have conversation but I don't need to be around their energy I can do this like so it's much easier for me now where I'm not obligated to be in people's face and people don't need to be in my face than than before so I I think that's like the most, um, yeah, the situation that most stands out to me is like my first networking event on my own and feeling like, nah, I can't do it. Thank you. Um, So at the heart of it, I actually forgot that we were supposed to, I I think I forget every every episode um, that we don't introduce ourselves so I'm gonna <laughs> ah my name is Jahan by the way Natasha I'm Irene and we welcome to the awkward stare <laughs> um so how are you good ladies doing before we get started at the heart of it it's been a week um one of much struggle and challenge a growth moment but I guess I'm here, so I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm good. Um, still uh, adjusting to my new place and everything, but I mean, I'm good. Yeah, energy's been weird this week too, but I didn't know that planets and, and astrologically things are happening, so I'm just, you know, being patient with, with everything. Yeah, I think I've been hearing that a lot because this, this week for me has been very... Uh, it's been character building, <laughs> um, to say the least. Uh, so um, I'm going to start off with a couple of um, definitions um, that I got from, I believe this was from Marion Webster. Marion Webster. Is that how you say the dictionary's name? I'm sorry. Uh, I will link, <laughs> put the links below uh, in the description box. So introversion is the act of introverting, the state of being introverted, the state of being, the state of, or tendency toward being wholly or predominantly concerned with and interested in one's own mental life. Um, That is the definition that's given. I guess we'll go back a little bit further into that. Um, Extroversion is the state, the act, state, or habit of being predominantly concerned with or obtaining gratification from what is outside the self. 
And then an ambivert is uh, is defined as a person having characteristics of both introvert and extrovert. I just thought it would be important to clarify what sh- like what shyness actually is because I think I've read a lot of articles where yep. they actually discuss the how shyness and introversion oftentimes get um, lumped together and they're two different things and so um, shy is easily frightened disposed to avoid a person or a thing hesitant in committing oneself to um, sensitivity different or retiring reserved also uh, expressive of such a state or nature sorry um so let's get started on like the discussion portion of this um and there's a lots of different traits um of introversion and extroversion it's like there's a list of traits that go into it and um well we can start from talking about first um, what we consider ourselves because I think we went a, a little bit into it during story time I don't know who wants to start I can say um, I'm not sure where I fall I know and I understand that basically introversion and extroversion and ambiversion is it's really a bell curve and most people fall within the ambivert uh, category anyway and then extroverts and introverts are actually just extremes of this um, dynamic, I guess. So I don't know where I fall. I definitely know I don't fall on the extroversion side, um, but I know I do tend to be shy sometimes. I know I am introverted most times and then not. I have no problem being home and reading my book and staying to myself. And then, you know, I see a text message come from somebody and I'm like, depends on the person, if I'm gonna talk or not, because some people take more energy than others. Um, some people require more from you than others. So in that way, I'm like, maybe I am more introverted than ambivert. Um, and yeah, I do tend to be, I do, I can though be very high energy with certain people and not others. So I don't know if that makes me more ambivert than introvert. So I, I fall somewhere maybe between the introvert, ambivert side of bell curve. Um, that's probably the best way I can explain it. I think I'm, I guess, more in the middle of it. Um, I can be very high energy and talkative sometimes, and sometimes I'm quiet and I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> you know, and I and I don't feel like answering text messages, and I don't feel like being around people. So. Um, I can, I can be very extroverted sometimes, but then I feel like I've drained myself of, of energy immediately after that. So I'm more, and I tend to be more introverted and more on the, on the quieter side than I do on the social side. Like my craving for socializing or, or even like being out like that or whatever is like, you know once every three months or something like that. So I don't know. I guess it's it's in the more on the introverted side, but still kinda closer to the middle of it. Yeah, I think like Natasha and Arlene, I consider myself 
um, a little bit more of an ambivert. I mean, I consider myself an ambivert, but I am definitely on the more introverted side of things. Like, I love to party. I still love to party. We've discussed this before um, in our previous episodes. However, um, I'm not going to party two, three times in a week or in, because uh, I realize that doesn't serve me. I get really drained and like after a while, I'm just going to be feeling tired. But I also do, I'm quiet and I'm reserved and people point that out constantly to me. And I, and I'm just, I'm okay with that now. I used to not be, but I'm quieter and, you know, there's times where if it's an interesting topic, I'm going to lo- I'm going to talk about it. Natasha knows, Arlene knows, I'm going to continuously say stuff. But if it's something, and I mean, even if it's a topic I'm not really interested in, it really depends on the energy of the people and how comfortable I am. And I prefer smaller groups when it comes to like those parties where you have to actually talk to people or networking events and all that. I just really, I will be there for like maybe five, 10 minutes and I'll rush into the bathroom and I'll have to (laughs) take a break because it's just too much. It's just too much stimulation for me. So I think that I'm, you know, it's, I, I can be, um, I can do the social thing, but it's just, I need, I need like, I need my quiet time. So alone and all that. It feels fake sometimes. I think I feel like, I feel like when I'm in those situations, I feel like I'm not being myself cause I can't be myself. Um, and that in itself makes me even more drained. I, I personally feel. So I try to stay away from them. But again, in this society, it's like, that's not, um, that's not the way they want you to be. And that's not what's, uh, that's not how things work. And so like you mentioned in the work situation, in work settings specific, specifically, I think my personality is a little bit, is obviously different than yours. So for me, people just take it as I have an attitude or I'm a bitch or like, I don't know anything um, because I'm so quiet and reserved. So they'll never say the words quiet and reserved. They're like, are you okay? Like, because they think I'm upset or something like that. And it's like, just get out of my face. And then, you know, like, we'll all be fine. And so, and then when I, if I like somebody, I like somebody. And, I, and it's funny because, or interesting, because at work now, there is one person, for example, she picked up on the type of person that I am really quickly. And she's like one of the very few people that I actually talk to even now. And um, she picked up on it and she even said it. Like, she's kind of new. She's like, I just know you're not going to go with everybody. And, and I think you're a cool person because I can see it. And I was like, somebody gets me, you know? And I think that's, I think this is the first time actually I've been in a work situation where um, somebody actually recognized who I was and didn't think anything other than this is just Natasha. And she's still pretty dope because I am pretty dope. Just without, you know, without questioning, you know, if I'm okay or whatever. And so, Work situations are probably the, the toughest because you have to be there. And in most work situations, it requires you to be really social. And especially in my job, my God, people are so social. And it just, it makes me, I, I almost feel intimidated by in go, just going into the office. So I'm glad now I don't have to, but I think those things also play into how I feel later when I go home. Because when I go home, I'm tired. Well, and I was in the office actually. I would go home and feel really tired because I had to interact with people constantly, meetings and going out and talking to the community and then coming back inside and then 
reporting to my director and then talking to this person. And it was like constantly talking and talking and interacting and people in your face and people asking you questions and meet more meetings. And so it, for me, it was it was a lot. And now I don't have that as much. So I'm not as tired. So I think it it says something to the way society is to people like us, where everything is very is all geared around being being social and being social is great because it's a part of building community but i think everybody does it differently and that's not um and that's not acceptable almost so anyway yeah um it's funny because as much as i am a quiet person like a, a lot of people tell me like i have a calming energy and i think that attracts people to like to me so even though I'm I'm a more quiet or whatever, like people still come and they want to have conversations and talk to me. Like they'll have like legit 20 minute conversations, people that don't know me, but we'll just start talking because even though I'm like quiet, I'm still very like nice. I say good morning to everybody. Like I'm still very like, I think I have a, 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 a warm energy. So I try to be like loving to, to everyone and I practice that even in my meditations now I like I try to give love like to everyone I know and whatever even the people at my job and then but it's funny because it depends on the energy as well because even though I'm used to people always wanting to come and talk to me and like have conversations and stuff and, and at times it is draining for me in other places if that energy is not there then it's it's like it's it becomes like a heavy energy, like where people are like not social or like not as nice or I don't know, like standoffish or whatever. Like then I'll then I'll become even more quieter, more reserved in, in, in that type of environment because it's like too many heavy energies or like environments where there's like too many leaders and not enough, you know, in the too many chiefs and, and not enough Indians. I often find myself in those type of situations and I'm like often the quieter one, but I, I will speak up if I need to, but this is like that, that type of environment is draining to me. All those like heavy, everybody wants to be the boss type shit. Yeah. I think that that's interesting. Um, when we talk about energy and how, um, people perceive us because my next question was, have you ever felt, and I think we touch upon this a lot. Um, have you ever felt um, that the world wanted you to be something other than what you are? And Natasha touched upon the fact that <clears throat> she felt like, I, you both did touch upon this, like you don't want to come across as fake or something that you're not. I think, so when I was reading some articles, I'm sorry, I I um, should have taken down notes, which I didn't. Um, in this culture, it's like this culture um, in the United States, it's very individualistic. And an important part of that is the extrovert um, is put above, you know, as a personality type that's most um, desired is put like above everything else because of just the way the culture is situated. Um, because it's not like that in every culture um, that uh, extroversion is, is an important part of it. Um, but also, um, it's like, if you look at it, um, the split between introversion and extroversion, obviously it's a bell 
curve and people follow along the lines of it, but it's about 50-50 um, or close to it. It might be 48-52, something like that. It's not like there's much more extroverts or much more in- introverts, you know, and mostly people fall in the middle of it where they're, you know, taking from both sides. Um, but let's, I wanted to just discuss how, you know, how you felt the world has, or not the world, but the society in which we live has um, impacted you and making you feel like maybe you should be something different than you are. And yeah. It was when I got into fashion and when I got into that kind of world that I realized that I might not be as extroverted as uh, everybody else is. And, you know, I I guess I never really, like, thought about it as introverted, extroverted. I just was how I was. Most of the time, I, I could be around people and socialize and talk and whatever. But it was when it was expected, I guess, of me. Like, when it was expected and I had to sell something that I realized, oh, okay, this, I might not be about this life like that. Like being put in situations where you got a network has, is, is what like forced me to not force me, but like, that's when I kind of looked, looked at myself like, oh, I may not be that kind of personality. Like I don't like selling because you have to put up an act and it's not real. And I don't like being like I can be genuine when I'm when I'm in genuine situations around genuine people and I don't have to sell anything. I could just be myself and like talk about whatever I want to talk about or whatever. But like if I have to sit there and like pretend, I you know, it's hard. It doesn't come it comes across fake. I'm not a person like my emotions come through my my expressions and my facial, you know reactions and like you can tell when I'm telling the truth and when I'm like not really feeling something and then you know it's I've been in situations where I've had to sell knives and call people and cold call I had I've had stuff like that like where I have to go to these places and like oh talk about this and look at this and and, you know and then like come home and just feel like shit like legit shit the because it's like the you got you you risk the chance of rejection you gotta kind of you know have a thicker skin for that kind of kind of uh uh world to put yourself out there you have to like be ready for backlash I am entirely too sensitive for that shit like I take I I would take that now I could kind of like navigate it and, and like you know go within and like okay why these things trigger me but before it would be like I feel like shit I feel like a failure and then that feeling would make me become even more reclusive so yeah work work environments definitely uh, have have uh, exposed that that kind of thing for my I guess within myself like made me aware of it a little bit more where is if I'm like you know going to uh one of your birthday parties and I'm meeting people there or whatever then it's like not okay I'm cool 
you know, I'm cool with being by myself and not talking to anybody. And like, normally people will just come up to me and start talking to me. But other than that, if I have to be like, let me go up to you and introduce myself and tell you about myself and, you know, like sell myself, sell my personality. Like, I hate that fake shit. Hate it. I hate small talk. They talking about the freaking weather and stupid shit like that. Just hate it. <laughs> Sometimes I want to say good morning and I want to say fucking shit else. Like, that's it. Don't talk to me anymore. And I want to tell you about this stuff, you know, but other times I have to, like, turn it on and whatever. But most of the time it comes from a genuine place and if it has to be some fake shit I can't do it it's just not in my personality I should I, I but I now am in a place where I could recognize it and I'm I'm aware of it and when I see it I could kindly and politely be like hey this isn't for me so you know thanks but no thanks like that's not me I've become confident in that in in that aspect about myself like it it is what it is you want me to go out there and sell something I'm so sorry. That's not my personality. My, my, uh, I had someone recently ask me, like, oh, you know, you're such a good personality and you're so good at talking to people. Like, I would like to bring you. I'm, I'm like, if you want me to go into places that talk to people, that's not me. You need to pick somebody else. That's yeah. not me. One, one thing I did, I did want to add to is I realized that I never got a good participation grade in school. <laughs> Because I did not participate. Because I'm like, why do I have to participate? Like, why are you grading me on my participation? Like, I understand the material. I can get 100 on the, the, the exams. So why do I need to participate to show you that I understand? And that is something that used to, like, grind my gears. Because it's like I did everything else right except raise my hand all the time the way other people did. And these people used to just raise their hand and say stupid shit. You know what I mean? Just to say that they've, just so they can get a participation grade or, you know, get part of that grade or whatever. I'm not that person either. And I had to realize that, but it was not good enough to realize it then either, because it's like, you still need to participate because it's part of your grade. So again, I was, I had to fake it sometimes, especially if, even if that was, you know, 25% of your grade or whatever, it's like, you kind of were forced to do it. And so I'm just going to raise my hand and say silly things because why I mean what else like I don't have anything really to say just give me my tests and tell me my assignments and let me do it so I think school was another place where you kind of had to play a, a role often like often because uh you saw these same people every day just like work and you're also being graded just like work in a way you know so these structured uh situations in society always uh provided the like the noise the noise to tell you that you, something's wrong with you <laughs> so i always didn't have the the, tech, the the words for it so the introversion extroversion whatever but i always did recognize that all right something's wrong with me because i can't do none of the shit everybody else seems to be able to do so easily so i just wanted to add that it's a, it's a funny thing too because if I think about it now, like, I used to pass my public speaking stuff, like, I wasn't a, so it's, I guess it's funny that you say there's a difference between being shy and being introverted or extrovert, like, introversion, because I was never shy, like, I 
really didn't, I really wasn't shy about like, if I have to do a presentation, I would do presentations, I would do shows, I, I used to be in salsa, I've done shows like that. I, if I needed to dance and be out there and like whatever, like I would do it. I wasn't a shy person, but it's just, I guess, in other aspects where you have to be, where you're, where you're in forced situations, where you have to sell something or, or you know, and, and, and that's what society is. If, and, and even in doing that training in New York where I where they were selling, I can now see how in commercials they're selling to you. I can see how when people call you, they're selling to you. I can see that now. But it's like they force you, they train you to be that way. And most, like, because everything is sell, sell, sell. You have to sell something. You have to sell product. You have to sell yourself. You have to, so it's like, I guess in, in, in that aspect of, society now making it where you have to sell something all the time because you have to constantly be making money and then this is how the world is working is through advertisements and selling and you know basically pulling at the psycholo you know like at the heartstring and psychologically messing with people's minds honestly like you're you're implanting all types of shit that before you didn't really they probably never even thought about so it's like you have to be that and you're trained, and, and they they kind of, like, train you to be that kind of person. And if, when, if you don't fall within that line, that was really, like, that training that I did in New York was the, was the, the, the catalyst for me to actually see, oh, these people, you're being trained, like, you're really being trained to be this type of personality. And if you don't fall within that, my getting cut from that training to me was like, you probably lost a really good asset to your company because I didn't fit the personality. Because my not being all out there and bubbly wouldn't take away from my ability to to sell your product or to talk to a, a customer in my, in the way that I feel comfortable doing, you know? But because you don't fit this thing now, they cut you and then they make you feel like shit for it. If I wasn't a person who at that point had reached a spiritual, you know, sense of self and like been in meditations and stuff like that, like that would have freaking been a, a real page turner for for me and in, 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 in probably in a negative way. God knows how that fucks people up. You know, the people who get fired from these type of things because you don't fit you, you're you're not good enough. You're not extroverted enough. You're not gonna sell enough for me. So fuck you. I'm gonna cut you off. Get back. Get your ass back on the plane. Yeah, don't fit the. You you don't fit the mold. Like a person who would want to fit the mold would be psychologically fucked up by that. Like for me, I was like, all right. Well, it made me realize that that's not my personality, and now I will never like. I'm good. If that's the type of person you want, I'm not it. I'm going to tell you from now, no. But it's very like, I don't know about it. I don't know about now in 2020 where nobody's doing anything anyways. But even still, it's like you have to be, even um being on social media, you have to sell yourself. Like you're even if you have a, any type of business, you have to like, be that type of personality where you can go on 
and do the lives and show your lifestyle and blah, 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 you know? And that aspect, I don't like that shit. I am not extroverted in that way. I don't want to have to record every moment of my life for to gain an audience. I don't want to have to do that, but I guess that's that's how it is nowadays. You have to be all you have to do all types of shit in order to get views and likes and then that's what's gonna get you money and traction to your business. Yeah, totally agree on certain points. Um yeah, for me I think that it, it's been all my life like because I think I was a little bit of both when I was I was introverted and I was a shy little girl. So um, I think that that didn't help me in school. Um, it didn't help me. when. It, so I pushed myself to become a flight attendant after college because I really wanted to get out of a mold of being this person who is introverted. Well, I didn't really have the word. I didn't think I considered myself introverted. I think I just was like something I'm either shy or I need to but I need to get myself out of this shell and then I always push myself to be in these um these jobs that required me to be more extroverted than I am to be something other than myself which is my own my own decisions but being in these environments I realize that I'm good at certain things <laughs> um not good at certain things and it's not that I'm not a people person because when you get me one-on-one if someone gets me like two people come in and we have something to talk about we need we, we hit it off or even if you need help with something I'm really good at listening and understanding what you need and I, I'm good at executing what you need but as far as doing the whole socialization thing I'm not aggressive I'm not uh I think maybe I consider myself not assertive but maybe other people see it, see some some things differently. Because um, some people do see me as an assertive person in certain senses. So, but I, I'm I'm a reserved person, and I think that over time, I, I I became okay with that. I think there was like in 2016 there was an article that came out. Um, I think it was Susan Cain when her book came out, um, The Power of Introverts. Um, she had done a TED talk. Um, I don't remember if it was a TED talk or whatever, but I think I had seen her TED talk or I had seen the New York Times article that came out about introversion. And I remember I sent you guys a New York Times article. I don't remember remember if you guys remember that. And that's when I started to realize that I was an introvert, not like something was something was off about me or whatever. Um, and I realized it's just, just that the world caters towards a certain kind of per- personality and that's okay. Um, but I still get, get like have feelings sometimes where I feel like I'm not made for this world or there's no place that I can actually be, um, recognized for just being who I am and I'll be good at whatever. Cause I can do whatever job you put me in. It's just that people have a sense of as Arlene said, you, if you don't fit this mold, then you won't be able to do it. And that doesn't, that's not necessarily true. You'll be able to do it in your own way. Because um, I remember going to this interview for this program this, uh, that I really wanted to get into. And I asked a question, because, um, you know, there's a list of questions that you should ask on internet. But I asked a question of like, so what is something that might 
what, what's what's your what's your uh ask the interview what they think that would be something that would cause them not to hire me basically and they said well you don't emote well and um you're really reserved i'm like well that doesn't you know i, I made my case that you know that doesn't mean i wouldn't make a good person in this program and you know i didn't get into it um unfortunately but i real and then i started looking at um you know i started to rethink my career choices <laughs> a little bit but um that's when i realized that you know it's it's you know the careers i want to get into require me to play a a role but i don't necessarily but then I, now that I'm older and everything like that, I'm rethinking. And I mean, this was a couple of years ago. This was like three years ago. But now that I'm in this place, I'm like, I realize that from the place you're, you are, you can do whatever you want to do. And you just have to figure out a different avenue to do it. Um, that's how I feel like for myself. I have to figure out a different avenue for myself because certain people want you to fit a mold. You can't necessarily fit that mold, but you can figure out how to do something different so that you can get to where you want to go to. Um, that's how I feel about my life right now, at least. Um, but um, touching upon those uh, that, um, what do you think your major strengths are in your personality? How you, because um, I mean, everybody's different, personality, persona, whatever. Um, how do you see this? What are, what are your strengths? And being an ambivert or being an a introvert, how do you, what do you think? Uh, the first things that pop into my head is uh, I'm really passionate uh, and I am more of a problem solver and I'm really good about that. More than anything, I'm listening. I see and hear more things than people ever realize just because I don't speak a lot. Um, and I think that's given me a lot of leverage to be able to say, all right, so I can figure out an easy solution to this right now. Uh, and I'm really passionate about the things that I'm passionate about. Um, and I think those things have helped me to, to realize like who I am and what it means to know who I am. And so, um, yeah, I think those are two of my strong, I mean, there's a lot. I, 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 I probably say I'm a complicated person cause you, you don't know what you're going to get when you get, when you, you know, speak to me or deal with me from day to day. Um, but those are two things that I would say are pretty consistent. When I'm passionate, I'm passionate. And when I'm solving a problem, I can, I can really solve your problem. You may not like the answer, but I can solve your problem. Uh, or I can think of a solution to your problem, rather. Um, so, yeah, I think that's uh, two consistent things, if anything. Oh, that's a hard question for me because I don't know. <laughs> When it comes to certain execution of certain things, I guess um, I have to be better at it with my own personal stuff. But when it comes to, um, I guess, working and being out there professionally, I am, I'm a big um, team player. And so I don't mind like putting myself out there and doing certain things that I need to do. What has, whatever has to be done, I can like execute and and execute in an organized manner. So I think of how to do a specific thing and, you know, 
the but the fastest and and the most efficient way to do these these things or whatever. And on top of that, I think that I am a personable um, personality. So because of that, people feel comfortable coming to me and talking to me about certain things. And I think that is a strength that I have as a leader because I don't ever, like as a manager now and, and in my past management positions, I've always been able to um, speak to people and people have been able to come to me and speak to me about certain things and me list, actually listen and empathize with them because I don't ever try to put myself above anyone. I don't ever want to feel like I'm putting myself above anyone. And I also know what it is to be like on the other side. So I try to be very warm and empathetic in that aspect and, and understanding and speak in a way that is not condescending and not, you know, like belittling to people, but at their level, like speaking to people and not at people. Like I feel like in certain things when you meet people or whatever, and they feel like they've reached a certain level or certain position in their, in their life, they feel, they, they don't even have to say it. They just exude that energy of I'm better than you. And people feel that shit. Like, People could feel that shit. They notice it. They feel it. And so me, I'm just like a, I guess, a, a warmer person. I say good morning to everyone. I, I speak to people. I'll have a conversation with you. I'll indulge you and whatever. Like, it just make you feel like a human being. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to a person doing a job, almost like a machine type of thing. Yeah. Totally hear you. I think one of my major strengths are I can sit back and I can look at something and I can create ideas. And um, I don't know how, I might not know how those ideas might pan out. <laughs> I might come up with a prototype or Tasha knows last night, the prototype, <laughs> the prototype of the craft day. Um, yeah. So interesting. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, an idea person I come up with ideas I that that's what I and then I, I, I try to create some kind of like momentum to um do it to to like execute it um I don't know if all the opportunities I've taken have allowed me to demonstrate that strength but that's just that's what I've noticed like that that is a big strength of mine um a major weakness of mine is the fact that I am not a good public speaker I hate public speaking with a passion um and I think this goes into for me because I'm a little bit shy I don't like I love attention but I don't like the attention which makes me like why I know I'm probably more of an ambivert because I love attention but I don't love attention it depends on what the attention is if I have to speak <laughs> in front of a lot of people I get so nervous um and I don't know I can I just don't know how to how to how to turn that my brain off from like saying oh I'm gonna do this wrong and um I know that that takes me I must learn how to prepare when I have to do those things like I want to 
Um, and I still want to push myself in, in learning how to do public speaking well, because I'm not a good public speaker and I hate participation. Um, but I learn, I'm learning that it's necessary um, for getting into the places and spaces that I want to get into at the end of the day, like I have to, <laughs> especially if I'm, you know, yeah, just with the things I want to do with life. Um, but yeah, I, I'm working on that um, in different ways. And I think that um, I want to know what are you, what are you all, uh, we, what do you think your weaknesses are? And how do you think you you can work on them um, if you want to. If, do you want to work on them? <laughs> that that's the question. Uh, weakness. Um, I think a weakness of mine personally is is um, is a persistence. I guess putting my my full energy into my own personal stuff, like my own personal projects and works and businesses. I need to. I think I could be better about that, like, but then I know that there's certain things that are required of me and like in order to, as far as marketing and all that stuff, which also involves selling and I can speak about my own, like my bracelets and stuff like that. I can speak about that because I know about that and that's something that I'm passionate about. But then, you know, I also get told that I have to put myself out there on my social media and create stories and like have people in my life like you know hmm you know like say I wake up and I make a cup of coffee and you know I go out and do some yoga and stuff like some days I might not want to do the yoga so you know some days I might want to go to Dunkin and and drink a cup of the, like I don't want to portray something that I'm a hundred percent not you know what I'm saying? Like, cause then you're putting out a persona that's like, it's still in a sense fake. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know if that's like a weakness or a strength or whatever. I guess that's just something that I have to myself work through and, and see what feels right to me because I don't want to have to be um, disingenuous, disingenuous about who I am if, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to have to portray that I'm a namaste person 100% when that's not fucking true. Like, sometimes I curse. Sometimes I'm a curse your fucking ass out. But most of the time I'm namaste. You know, like, so, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. I don't know if that's a weakness or a strength or whatever, but something that I'm working through. Yeah, working on my emotions, I think, is, is one thing um, that society does not allow for you to be to be that way because it's also like all right something's definitely wrong with you let's put you on some pills uh type of thing and so yeah um and, and then and then of course me having to do that sometimes it feels like I'm being fake it feels like I'm not being myself because I'm not honoring how I feel and I, I think Jahan and I were talking about this yesterday um and just me feeling like sometimes um I have to like I have to honor the fact that I feel a certain way and and what does that mean for me, because if I'm feeling sad or if I'm feeling angry, that doesn't mean I can't I can go around knocking shit all, all over, you know, like I can't just go around just breaking shit if I'm angry. But I have to be able to feel that and honor that with so that way I'm not feeling fake, but I'm also not, you know, hurting somebody or saying something fucked up just because I'm feeling in my feelings. So, um, yeah, I think there's a lot about feeling fake in that way also, because I have to control myself. 
and I don't want to control myself to that extent. I, I just want because so there's two things you both touched uh, you both touched upon two different things. Um, one, Arlene talked about being fake um, and feeling like you're being fake if you're you know having to um, like with social media and promoting yourself and stuff like that. And Natasha talked about um, being emotional and you know, uh, and not being able to, I don't know, to, to, to express that, or trying to learn how to express that in a healthy way. So I, I guess I have two different follow-up questions, a follow-up question for each of you. I was just wondering, Arlene, why do you think that you can't show all sides of you on social media? Because if you are, because that's authentic, like nobody is one-sided. I don't think anybody can always be 100. Well, I don't know. This is just me, because I really don't know a person who's, hundred percent namaste um all the time that's i don't know if that's the true human experience to be and maybe i'm wrong because i would love to meet a person who's just like that all the time who doesn't get upset doesn't get angry or doesn't have moments where they just like i need to do just have ball out fun and you know laugh about something stupid and natasha my question to you is why can't you find a constructive way of expressing yourself and still be true to authentic to yourself and but just you know do it in a you know constructive manner I mean and and it doesn't have to be fake it just has to be like it can be so authentic to you but it can be constructive you know like I follow a lot of um spiritual pages and so what I see that they that they do it's like it's constant um promotion whether it's whether they're just coming on and like talking about whatever or, or like showing quotes or like making certain memes or like stuff like that is always constant self-promotion. And so that other side, whatever other side that that person or these spiritual pages that I see may have doesn't get put up there. And so it's like, it is made to seem, and I'm, I guess I shouldn't be using other people's stuff as an example, but at the same time as like someone started it. So you got to kind of learn from other, um, you got to do market research and see what, what, what's trending and what's not. And so that's what I see. And so I'm just like, all right, well, people are constantly like, they make this like a lifestyle where you constantly like eat, live and breathe this type of thing. And I'm just like, I honestly don't feel like that's a genuine way of, of living because I feel like there's balance, there's a middle path and you can, you have to, there's both good and bad and everything, but, um, what gets portrayed is just the one side. And so I'm just like, if I just portray the one side, that's not me being genuine. And so like, if I do portray something else, then it's like there'll be, you know, we're, we live in this, like, cancel culture as well. So, like, when you're putting yourself out there or whatever, it's like you get called out um, for something that is, like, show something different than what, than what they think you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I guess that in that aspect, I, I'm not ready to put myself out there 100% to... Like I said, you you open yourself up for certain attacks, and I'm very sensitive. I know that about myself. Like I'm very, uh, I 
I'm becoming more aware. In fact, I, I am very sensitive, but I guess I'm trying to move through awareness with it, meaning like if I get triggered by it, I ask myself why or whatever, but I still acknowledge the fact that these things do affect me. And so I haven't found a way where I feel like I can be a hundred. I haven't found a way where I can portray all sides of me and be comfortable with everything that would I would attract from it. And I'm sure it would be like more positive than negative, but like I would have to build myself up a little bit stronger to take the negative. And like not give a fuck about it or not curse anybody out because of it. Or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like not become emotional about it because I do I can react sometimes out of emotion and then that'll come across harshly and aggressive in my New York way. And then that could be like off-putting to people. So I just have to find that I don't give a fuck, you know, attitude. I have to, I have to, uh, I'm still looking for the I don't give a fuck switch to flip. Like I don't give a fuck about nothing nobody says. Once I get to that place, then, you know, it is what it is. But I'll figure it out. Uh, for me, I had to admit my to myself uh, most recently, actually, that most of my life I actually was playing a role. I played a lot of roles because it's what was expected of me, whether it was from my parents or from people who knew me. And if you talk to people that know me, like you put them all in the same room, they're, they're going to talk about me in a different way. Um, they're going to see different things about me and and I feel like in some ways I don't know if that's telling of who I am or if that's more telling of the fact that maybe I've been playing a role this whole time but one thing that I realized for example recently is that I I am very emotional and I I do I do cry you know like and I've always played the role like I Tasha doesn't fucking cry I don't give hugs I don't do none of that but I actually really like those things so I feel like or like those things about myself, I should say. Um, I was talking the other day about, um, about you know, liking to cuddle, for example. So I think I've played a role for so long that I'm trying to come out of the role and actually just be myself. I have to also begin to accept things. So in trying to be, in not trying to be, but in being authentic, I'm still trying to peel away the layers that were just that really weren't me that I was playing a role because somebody needed me to be something um, as opposed to the thing that that's really me and, and trying to keep right like keep those pieces of myself that that really are me. So uh, it's I don't think it's that. I think it's me trying to un understand how to control my emotions, but also at the same time trying to strip away the pieces that I realize really aren't me. Uh, versus the ones that are, and uh, it can be very, it can be very um, hard for me to juggle sometimes because they seem so disconnected and different. Um, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to accept um, all those, all those pieces. So uh, being authentic, I mean, I, and that's again where I say I, I guess I'm just really a comp more complicated uh, to myself, maybe not to others, but to myself. So just trying to. Uh, gather it all make it make sense and then i can balance it to a point where i'm i'm actually okay with all these parts of myself 
And I don't think I'm yet okay with all of it, which is why I have this this struggle um, to just accept it and move on, move along. Got you. Another thing I wanted to speak about was, because I asked the question of the strengths and the weaknesses question, just because I want to say, is it, I wanted to ask, is there anything that um, you wanted to practice on to seem more extroverted? And do you think you, it would be beneficial to seem more extroverted? Or what are your thoughts about like even trying to do that um, in this world, society? Can you, can you share your thoughts first? I'm interested. Um, I think that right now where I'm at is that I don't necessarily want to seem more extroverted or I know I see why people do it. Like I I said, I want to work on my public speaking. Um, not because I want to seem more extroverted or anything. I want to be able to, um, do the things I want to do in life. Um, but I also want to make sure people understand that when I, when I come what you see is a part of me either way. Like I'm not come trying to be somebody different than I am. And every part of me, um, I know everybody sees me differently. Everybody who knows me sees me differently. Everybody has a different story about me. But that's only because I want to be able. But at the same time, I'm always going to be who I am. I'm not going to try to play it like be somebody, tell you I'm somebody that I'm not. And I don't want to play a role that I'm not anymore. Um, as I just talked about roles. And I was always trying to fit into a box of who I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be more extroverted. I was supposed to be more uh, of, a, of a different kind of person. And now that I'm, um, the older I get, the more I'm like, that doesn't make sense to work on things that you're never going to be good at anyway. I, I rather just work on things that I'm really, really good at. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying, and, and obviously I want to work on public speaking. So I was saying, like, I don't want to, you know, increase my opportunities or whatever by working on my weaknesses. But I also don't want to be somebody I'm not. I don't want to portray somebody I'm not. Um, so, yeah, I'm. that's where I'm at. I'm, it seems a little jumbled because it seems like a contradiction. But at the same time, I think I... I understand that I'm not trying to be more extroverted. I'm trying to just work on doing things the way that are going to help me the best way in the way I'm not comfortable with, but in in a way that's more authentic to myself image. And I'm still working on what that authenticity looks like. Um, Yeah. And I think that was a rant, but (laughs) anybody want to take over? That wasn't a rant. Um, yeah, I, so I want to say that mm, I feel like everybody has their own lane, right? And and in that, I want to take up my own lane and 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 take up my own space. I don't think I don't feel like I do. I feel like I don't take up my own space, and I want to do that more. And I do feel like in some ways, some of that extroverted energy is needed, um, and and so I think I think about um, so I had a uh, a boyfriend and I would go to events like you know his friends' weddings and whatever, 
And it was, I was overly stimulated constantly. It was new people or even people that I might've met before, but they were all just very bubbly and excited. And, um, and it was just a lot for me, especially as a new space, music is going, everybody's talking, everybody knows each other. And I don't know everybody. And I'm not also extroverted. So I almost feel like I want to have that energy sometimes or want to be able to have that energy so that I can interact with people better because the feedback, you know, to him was like, okay, why is she so quiet? What's wrong? So number one, I am quiet. I can't, well, no, it's not, I am quiet. I can be quiet, really quiet. I do have a lot of shy parts of myself. And then I do have this introversion that I, um, that's part of me. And so with that combination, stimulation for me is like too many things that are just it's just it's when it could be too much so I wish I could be in a space like that and not feel the anxiety that I feel and feeling like I need to sit by myself or feel like I need to cling to the person that's brought me <laughs> you know because that's what I feel I feel like I need to either I needed to cling to him um or I needed to just sit by myself and just let everybody around me just talk and I'm just gonna sit there until I feel like saying something and I feel like I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable in that way um, because I feel like that doesn't help me show the loving person that I am. So if people are uncomfortable around you, that that almost to me sounds like and feels like they think that you don't know how to love. And I want people to see the love that I have just being in a space where I'm around other people. So I do feel like I, I wish sometimes I did have that extroverted energy where I can I can be in spaces with a lot of people, even if I don't know them, and still be able to exude the love that I have within me, if that makes sense. So, yeah, in some ways, I do feel like I want to be a little bit more extroverted or be able to be that, even if that's not who I am, but like kind of um, tap into that because other people are able to do it. I don't know how that's possible or if that's possible or how I can do that within myself. Um, and maybe that's just not introversion or extroversion, but more the shy part of myself that I just need to, to work on, uh, or that quiet side of myself where I just need to, I do need to maybe do the small talk a little bit and warm up and, um, work on that as opposed to, and then deal with the introverted part of myself where like now I'm drained and I'm tired. Now I'm not going to be able to function for two days or three days after that. Like, I don't know what that is, but I think those three pieces of myself, there's one of them that I can, I can probably learn to switch off so that I can function in those environments a little bit better. Yeah. I don't know if I want to, because I think I'm pretty like, I mean, in general, like, I think my extroversion is like at a good level right now. <laughs> and I'm like, don't, and I'm, I'm at a place where I'm comfortable with the person that I am. And then there's things that I, you know, always, you're always working on, but like, I'm pretty comfortable with, with who I am as a person, introverted and extroverted. I, I don't have an issue with even expressing it. Like, yo, sometimes I don't want to talk. Like, sometimes I don't want to talk. And then sometimes I want to talk a lot. Um, I guess what else? Um, yeah, so I think I'm 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 okay. I just have to work on my, I guess putting my being comfortable with 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 
putting myself out there and, and not caring about um, judgment of from other people. You know, that's, but that, I think that's a personal thing for me. Not really that I need to put myself out there. I, I don't have an issue with going and talking to people or whatever. Like I said, so, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I guess that that's something that both of you um, touched upon was that level of comfort. And so I don't know if it, so I sometimes I think it, it's not that I have an issue with I want to be more extroverted or anything like that because I'm like at the end of the day um, I don't necessarily have a shell that I need to get out of because um, when I'm comfortable around somebody I'm comfortable and I'll say what I, whatever I say <laughs> um, and I mostly don't come off as I mostly don't try to be someone I'm not anymore because it just it's not, it's more work than it, than it necessarily needs to be if when I do that. So I, those are the two things, but I want to talk about this level of comfort, this lack of comfort more than, because it, I mean, I think we're all okay with, we all understand like where we fall on the spectrum and stuff like that. I think we're good with it. It's more of like a comfort thing. So how do we get to the point where it doesn't matter what other people think of us? Like, even if, because I, I know, like, I step into a room and people don't necessarily gravitate towards me. But there's always somebody who gravitates towards me. There's always someone, um, like, even, at, like, I, um, sorry, uh, I forgot her name because I just mentioned it. Uh, in Susan Cain's, um, her her TED Talk, she, she spoke about this, or maybe it was, it was Marie Folio, only Marie Folio. I'm sorry, I don't remember. I got them all mixed up. Um, she talked about, like, when you're in a networking event, you there's going to be somebody who talks to you and that might just be enough. That one person who talks to you is enough, <laughs> might be enough. Um, so I, I'm just curious of why we care at all. Um, and how do we get to the point of our comfort zones and like, is there anything we are committed to do to get ourselves to being comfort, comfortable with where not caring about what other the out the externals think about us in terms of how we move in life like it, i don't know if that any, any of that made sense but let me know your thoughts i understand what you're saying i think i think human nature um human nature is one of of socializing and so in socializing acceptance is a being accepted is a major part of it and being liked by your peers is another major part of it. So the level of comfortability for me is not caring whether I'm liked or not. I'm being okay with not, you know, not being everybody's cup of tea. And I think I'm like reaching that level the older that I get. I am reaching that level, but, but in some aspects, I still feel like I have to, it's, this is a world where it's, it's become a, bit suppressive in some aspects like in 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 some aspects it's okay to be who you are 100% right everyone's ex is accepting of the people that they want to be but in other aspects it's also become very suppressing where you can't express 
what um what you genuinely feel about about certain things or or whatever without um getting lack backlash or or being attacked with with this whole um cancel culture and the way things are especially now so i think it's a it's a matter of not caring about anyone else's feelings and then not caring about whether anyone likes you or not like you have to reach a level of of being comfortable with yourself 100% to the point of what anyone else says or thinks of you doesn't matter and um it's programming too you know like you're you're programmed this way from 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 very young from when you're in school from when you're at work or social settings it's always like you're trying to be accepted and liked by other people and so once you like don't care about that and just understand that who whoever matches your energy will ma- will naturally gravitate to you and then whoever doesn't match your energy is 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 going to be uh the opposite and that's okay like that's cool that's that's cool that that happens that's okay that that happens that is a natural part of of of, of life in this process so yeah um so the few things I, I fear when it comes to being comfortable, um, I find, number one, older people to be amazing just the way I find, like, children to be really amazing. Um, I listen to, you know, my parents have conversations with, like, one of their friends, and I find her to be so interesting because, and annoying at the same time because it's like, she really doesn't care, you know, like, what the fuck you have to say about what she knows She's going to say it. She makes me laugh. Um, but I just hear my parents talk and I hear her talk. And it's just like so funny because she's older. I mean, she's older than them. She's in her 80s, I think. Um, but it's like, I, I'm like, I can't wait to get there where I could be so offensive. She could be really offensive, but this is what she feels. Is what she, it's how she sees the world. And she's letting you know that, that through her little joke. And like, while I laugh, I'm like, why the fuck do you think <laughs> that that was okay to say, you know? Um, but at the same time, it's like, I'm fine with it because she's older. And then so, like, looking at the other spectrum, my niece, who's five, she says things. Like, you know, she just says how she feels. And either you like it or you don't like it. And she moves along and she plays and she's done with it. You, She'll remember what she says if you bring it up. But it's like, I've, like, I've said what I said. And that's it. So I'm trying to get to that point where I don't even necessarily have to be comfortable saying it or not saying it. But if I know it's, I'm confident in what I'm saying and feeling, then that's all I need. Being uncomfortable about actually saying it is, is neither here nor there. I don't need to be comfortable about it, but I just need to be confident in myself. Um, and I think being confident doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be comfortable. And I don't mind not being comfortable. I just need to be more confident in my authentic self. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, I think that uh, I like this, com- I love this conversation. Um, I had a whole bunch of links or whatever that we I wanted to touch upon, but I think it would 
was better that we kind of just talked about our own personal experiences and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you all want to add to the conversation as we wrap up this this episode. I have no a- added comments at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I want to say is I think there is um, something to be said for recognizing your personality and and being be and and realizing that you just have to be most comfortable with what feels right to you, Um, whether that's talking about your values or just who you are, whether you cry, whether you're angry. It's just a matter of making sure that when you are actually for me personally, I guess it's a message for myself. As long as I know that when I when I say something that I know may be offensive to somebody, that I'm saying it from the goodness of my heart, I don't know how they're going to take it. All I know is that I feel like that thing needs to be said, and I just say that. And I just need to have the confidence to do and say with the most love I can give or that I have to give um, and, and understand that the person on the receiving end of that may or may not receive it the way I would like, and I just have to be confident and, and, and okay with that. And I think that's part of um, understanding yourself in the world of introversion, ambiversion, extroversion, and also understanding myself in terms of being shy, being quiet, and also not being that because I'm not like that in all moments, but I'm always going to be the person that has no problem being home and reading a book. And being able to say that as well, like if somebody wants me to do something, just being like, you know, I don't want to do that. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm not, I'm not that confident yet in my introversion, I guess I could say. Like now, I don't, I mean, I live in Florida now, so I don't really have that many friends here. But like when I do get called and stuff like that, like I, I, sometimes I feel like I have to go out and socialize because I don't really know people like that. But, like, I'm also feeling like I'm recognizing the type of people that I want to be around. And so when I go out and I see, like, certain things, like, that I know don't sit or don't mesh with the type of energy that I am and, and, and what I want to be around, I I don't have an, an issue with saying no now. Like, I have to just have to be like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that because I don't want to drink. I don't want to go out and get shit-faced. I don't want to do That's not my thing. I don't want to have to feel like... Because, you know, like, when you're out there, somebody's like, oh, yeah, take this shot, do this thing. Why aren't you drinking? Blah, blah, blah. I, I just don't want to have to do that. Like, I don't want to have to do that. I, I want to be... I want to be okay with being the person I am 100%. And my my personality is mellow sometimes. Most of the time, my personality, like 90% of the time, my personality is mellow. And so I don't want to have to get shit-faced to match your energy. You match mine. <laughs> like, that's where I am at with it. Like, 